Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is O from Locker Room B.O. Uh, B is here once again. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Feel, Wouldn't be B.O. I, without B, you feel me? So. No doubt. I feel like I should stop saying that. Yeah. Like, you know, you're you're more to probably say it here. I should probably just say it when you're not here. Yeah, there you go. You know? Um, uh, so today we uh, we are doing uh, episode number 20, everybody. Uh, it's a big milestone for us. Uh, you know, just kind of try to keep consistent with uh, with this podcast that all of you have been so supportive in. And um, I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like we already talked about it, but I don't know if we're going to continue to do uh, seasons or if we're just going to run straight through. Continue it. Just continue, just continue. continue it. Yeah, that's the you best know? way to go about it. I feel like when, when you talk about seasons, like you're you're almost indicating that there's going to be some sort of ending. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. And as of right now, I don't, I don't see us. Uh, Our ending a ending. certain type of segment or a way how we do our podcast, but right, like you won't, we won't do that. So, yeah, we're not there. So, still expect to hear from us uh, for a very long time coming. Exactly. Um, and again, it's just a quick shout out to all of you guys who have been supporting us uh, so far. But this is our twentieth episode milestone, and uh, we couldn't, we wouldn't be here without you guys. Much so, appreciated. With that said, uh, we, we're going to do things a little bit differently this episode. Um, we're kind of just recap what we've talked about um, from episode 11 all the way to 19. Um, kind of just have some unfinished thoughts, maybe, uh, or ideas that might have sprung up. Mm-hmm. So uh, with that said, uh, let's see. Our first episode that we threw out... Uh, with the new, I guess it's it's hard not to call it a season because I kind of started it off as as a season, um, so it's all right, you know. Well, we'll just say episode eleven. Yeah, episode right. eleven yep. after our first venture, uh, we did a follow up of it's not what it looks like too. So for all of those that have one, or right, first well, yeah, yeah the episode first, was yeah. called uh, "It's Not What It Looks Like Too." Um, it's a follow-up episode from the first one of the first ten episodes that we did about cheating. Uh, the first one was just I was doing it by myself. It was a uh, a little bit hard to try to get somebody to come out and kind of talk about their personal experiences of cheating. Um, so I did that on my own, and um, the second one I think it kind of encouraged some people to to be a part of it. Uh, on that episode, I had my boy Louis. And my boy Carlos, who was also on one of the first few episodes that we did the podcast on, um, he was on the fatherhood one, um, which still to this day is like one of my favorite episodes that we put out. Um, so, how, how how are you feeling right now about uh, about cheating? Are you still like uh, standing firm on what what you believe it stands for? Not what it stands for, but what it is. Do you have different ideas now that you've listened to, I guess, my side of certain things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also other people's experiences? Um, I don't know. I just don't think you should have any excuses for cheating. Okay. Um, there's a reason why I didn't indulge in both of those episodes. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Uh, but... Um, I don't mean. Hey, stay true. Stay, stay faithful out there, guys. Stay faithful out there. No doubt. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, uh, I'm on the same boat. I I don't think you. I don't think any reasons you might have makes it okay. Yep. But I'm still more into like. Find out the story. Before the source. Making, the why you the made source, the... But like, like, uh, I guess yeah, the source. Yeah. Just allow the other person to be able to tell their story. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily, to help you cope with uh with being cheated on or to cheat to somebody but just to get like a generalized idea of what their thought process was because there's no excuse right. for what they did so they have exactly. to explain what they what they're thinking and why they made the decision to go forth with doing the said cheating um so yeah i, I definitely agree with that yeah uh so i'm still strong on that and i just you know make sure that everybody both parties are aware of what the whole situation is mm-hmm. i mean and overall uh what i've mentioned before is just communicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you you had taught me this uh, a while ago. It's like 
uh, when you're with somebody for a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. um, you should be able to have uncomfortable conversations. Most definitely. Um, without having the the fear or the uncertainty of hurting somebody else's feelings. Yep. Um, and I think that's what I lacked in my situation. Um, you know, it was just, I think the conversation could have gone a lot better had I, had me and the, and the reciprocant been, uh, been able to have those uncomfortable situations without, uh, having the fear again to any, any person rebuttaling into a certain way or copying an attitude or really completely shutting down just because somebody's feelings was hurt. Are you saying pre or post having that conversation? A pre. Pre. Got it. Yeah, you're pre-cheating because, like, um, like I said, I expressed my my reasons mm-hmm. why I did what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but had I had like the full conversation and had I been able to to understand, yep. uh, pull off those person, yeah, pull off you know, those layers can, and, yeah, like you said, just having the uncomfortable conversation mm-hmm. and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be, uh, that my feelings are hurt or that I'm in my feelings about it. It's just this is it is what it is. Or maybe it is. Maybe your feelings were hurt, but you know. You gotta right. be able to express that. That that's a part of being uncomfortable, showing those yeah. those raw emotions, and even if your feelings are hurt. So yeah, I guess I was trying to say more like just take it, take it for what the other person's saying, mm-hmm. and move with move forward with it. Um, you know, to avoid the situations. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, like I mean, overall, uh, I still stand firm on that. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no there's no good reason ever. Yep. But, you know, if it happens. Uh, biggest thing I took out of that was to learn how to forgive myself. Yes, so, for sure. You know, um, do it like that, I guess. Um, so, yeah, I mean, overall, I think that was a... I don't know. This, that episode was weird because uh, we were trying to talk about cheating. Mm-hmm. And my, my boy, Louie, like, all he was talking about... Uh, well, it, it started about his, his experiences, but I, I guess he started to figure out that his girl might be listening to this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they <started> reverting. <laughs> It was not that he was reverting, but he was just started talking about how much he loves his girlfriend ah, now. And, got it, got it, got it. And you know how she's the best thing ever. So, because um, I, I have, a, I had a couple people tell me like, well, it was interesting, and then it just became more about your buddy's girlfriend and him, about mm-hmm. how much he loves her. So, um, I think overall, the listeners on that episode could definitely pick up on that. Uh, For sure. On quick, that. quick shout out, quick shout out to you, because I think that first episode was very, uh, very. Um, probably uncomfortable for you i think the situation of it being just you on that podcast from my perspective i think you did a great job and i haven't been able to tell you that i told you that obviously off camera but you know or off the podcast but on the podcast i like to tell you you know what i'm saying i think you did a great job being very vulnerable you know so it takes a a real man to go out there and expose himself to you know the mistakes he's made in his past so i applaud I you my that, boy. i applaud you for being able to be uncomfortable like that and, and take that step. So, have you listened to the episode? Yeah, listened to you with you when you put it out. We listened oh, together. Oh, dude, I, I, I listen to it now and I'm just kind of like, which I'm thank you by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I appreciate you the shout out. Um, I sound like a damn robot, <laughs> but you're but by you're yourself right. and it's the first time. Yeah, no, and it, it was so. it was uncomfortable for sure. Yeah, you know, um, I was trying. I was. I don't know. I was. I was trying to hold in some of like some emotion. Okay. Uh, throughout the throughout the episode. Yeah. Um, I wasn't really. I don't know. I guess I just wanted to, to make sure that what I was saying was uh legible in the sense of like I'm enunciating everything and. Yeah. Getting my point across. I think you speak uh, very well. So, even if you're yeah, you try not to. I think you you'll still be able to get it done. Or if you you're, you're yeah. trying to overdo it, I think you'll still be able to do a good job. So. <laughs> no doubt. But yeah, it was uh. It was it was harder compared to the second episode mm-hmm. where I wasn't in the hot seat. Exactly. You know, so yep. it, I, I think it was definitely a little more fluent on that end. So that was uh, our returning episode after mm-hmm. we took a little bit of break from our first 10. Um, and then we, after that one, we got on to, uh, I'm going to let you say this one because, you know, we talked about this. We talked about this one. Um, Friend in words. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you can say it because you're black. Uh, you know, we, I mean, we, I can, but you know, friend in words. Uh, yeah, friend niggas. So what's up, friend niggas? All right. Exactly. Um, 
So that one, I uh, again, you weren't available because you're doing school and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I invited another of my uh, African American friends, African American <laughs> friends. I invited him over um, to kind of talk about it, and yeah, uh, one of one of my I feel like one of my more funnier episodes for sure. Okay, was that one with him because uh, I feel like he, like you said, like he had like a little bit of a whitewashed. Um, perspective in some ways, but some of the things that he was saying was kind of it was on point. It was on point. He handled so, a lot of things in that podcast from one of his experiences were a lot differently than you know a guy like me would have handled it. So I think so. It was go ahead and talk about that. So the situation where he was was it in Big Bear? I, I always think about it. I I was just thinking about it like a week ago. I don't know why. Yeah. I just, it just popped up in my head. But I thought it was it, it was really funny how. His, his reaction to it and how he handled the situation was about him. Uh, wasn't it a, a so white, situation, white guy? Like he had so a, yeah, yeah. The situation was that um, he had just moved schools. Yep, he just moved schools. I think it was, I think it was Arrowhead. I don't think he was. Oh, no, sorry. Maybe, yeah, maybe it was Arrowhead. My bad. Yeah, so I think it was Arrowhead. Yeah. And, um, I mean, there's a... Basically, it's it's really a white dominant school. Yeah. Or, or area. Yep. And um, he was he's being the only African American over there. Yep. Um, he he fit in with a lot of the wrestling kids that were there. Yep. Um, and I guess they had uh, they had met, met up sometime. I don't know if it was during school, after school, whatever. But it, they was went after somewhere. School, was after school? Yeah, I think just, something like that. Yeah. They ended up they ended up meeting with some older kids that were already out of high school, and uh, according to his description, uh, you know your typical white boy redneck dude with the truck and a cowboy hat cowboy approaches boots. him yeah cowboy boots everything approaches him and then asks him how would he get mad if he called him the n-word but he ER. said it with the the er ending mm-hmm. um and then you know he he thought about it and kind of assessed the situation mm-hmm. and and seen like okay if i do get in a fight i have a couple of my friends here but then there's more of them I don't want to put anybody in more jeopardy or mm-hmm. anything like that. So, um, I, I forgot what his response was, but, uh, basically the guy said, Hey, you're pretty cool. Like, you know, I'm sorry that I called you that. So his overall, I, said, I wish I would knew what he said. I have to go listen to the episode, but his remark was, was, was like, he kind of like snapped back, yeah, he snapped him back. In, like in a clever way. Yeah. Um, so the, the cowboy thought that was funny and, uh, you know, plot problems were avoided mm. on that end. But so in that situation, what would you have done? I, I really can't say the easy okay. response is I would have beat the shadow because okay. ignorant, you know, yeah. um, that, that's the easy response, but, um, him handling him, like kind of assessing the situation and knowing he's kind of outnumbered, maybe I would have been able to be logical about the situation and do the same thing. Right. Maybe say something smart, smart back and, and just, you know, you know, live another day and, and, and whatever that. Uh, what right. Live to is. fight another to day. To fight another day. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> live to fight another day. There it is. So I, I really can't truly say, but my first reaction when I heard that was I'm gonna, I, I would have beat the fuck out of him because you're, you're, okay. you're an idiot. Yeah, it's uh, it it makes no sense. It's like, what 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 would, how would how would you feel? I was calling you white trash, and all the people right. you, you surround yourself with. It's the same thing. It, it makes it makes no sense. Uh, I think. Now, do you think it would it would have made a difference had he put the A ending instead of the ER? No, because I, I feel like there was a reason for him to him doing that. Okay. He was trying to get a reaction. So had it been the A or the ER, I think it would have been the same type of you know, ill will intention behind what he, what he, what he's trying to, what he's trying to get from the guy or right. from, you know, a black person. By the way, something I might've forgot to mention yeah. was that the guy was drinking. Okay. He was drinking. Okay. Yeah. The guy was drinking. So, Not an excuse, um, but okay. No, no. I, it was just more, I think like for my boy, Daniel's sense, like he's been drinking. Okay. That makes obviously sense. Not yeah. in the right state of mind. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, I'm definitely like, you know, uh, I guess proud of Daniel, mm-hmm. you know, for handling. No, I am like, too. I mean, I, I am too. You, yeah, it's a, it's a tough situation. Yeah, in general. 
but overall, um, you know, for, for those of you that haven't listened to that episode, uh, Daniel was my, uh, my, my official first black friend that I ever had. Um, or at least that I can remember, you know, um, trace that back. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, again, growing, he, the first time you and I talked about this, I was telling you that I don't, I don't, I think I told you this, that I didn't understand the, the reason why people get mad about it. Like, this is how I grew up. This is how mm-hmm. we say it. Like, you know, I'm from Rialto. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's just part of growing up, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, when Daniel came on the episode, I, I referred that to him too. And I was like, remember when, like, you know, you used to be the only one that hated it. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I called it, and so I think you've had enough to where you start calling us, uh, Beanus. Be- no, yeah, yeah he calls Beanus, so it's like yeah. the different end of like sort of Beaners. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's also the ER ending, right? Exactly. Instead of the ER ending, he put an A. So yeah, um, when he first said it, I thought it was hilarious. Um, and I think I subconsciously kind of understood that okay, this really does bother him. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though we would still say the word around him, we never directed it to him. Got it. You know, it's like, I, I think we just all understood, like, hey, he has, doesn't have a problem with us saying it. He has a problem. It seemed more like it was a problem when he referred to him. Yeah. With that word. So, um, overall, uh, I mean, it's a great episode. I, I would recommend you guys check it mm-hmm. out. It's a follow up. Check out the first one um, and then check out that one, too. I think it's. Was it really a follow up or was it just experience? It was because that's what I had invited him for. That was your intention, but I don't think that's how the episode went. But yes, no, I, I yeah, yeah. I guess it was. Well, it had to do with the same thing. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You're right. Yeah, You're right. It had to do the same thing. I'm reaching. So, um, yeah. Overall, check that episode out. Um, our 13th episode was uh, down for the core, and basically, I had my boy Aaron come on, and uh, we just talked about like old music that we listen. Not necessarily old music, but um. If for anybody that doesn't know or that does know, we were talking about the hardcore scene and hardcore music. Uh, Brandon likes to call them jumping parties mm-hmm. or jumping music. Yep. Um, uh, I And I've tried to get Brandon to come to actually uh, experience what real moshing is. And I've been down. <laughs> he has been down. i got to give him that. We just, uh, plans didn't come through. But uh, once, uh, once this whole uh, quarantine thing is over, we will yep. uh, we gotta, we'll we'll get that how. done. We'll see how that goes. Um, and basically, I mean, there's nothing. I mean, if you're into the music, check check the episode out. Yep. You know, there's a couple of things that we talked about that yep. we mentioned how how the scene has changed, how it was when we were growing up, how fun it used to be, what it used to be about. Um, I'm only saying what it used to be about. I haven't been around the scene in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they still kept true to what, what, what it was for, for, for the kids. Or if it's developed just because on my way out on my later years of being in that scene, um, to me, it was, it would seem to be more about like, like hardcore, hardcore crews. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you remember in high school, you had like your, your party crews. I don't remember. You don't remember that? that? I, don't, I don't remember having those type of, you know, scene or kind of groups when I was in high school, but I... No, I've heard of it. So it wasn't well, like it was it wasn't in, in my school particularly, but maybe yeah. in other schools I did hear about it. So okay, yeah, yeah. So like uh, like just how they they had party crews, we had hardcore crews, mm-hmm. um, and it, it would just become so stupid. Like not it wasn't like a fight on site. Yeah, but I mean throughout the show, you know, you're having fun, you're enjoying music. Somebody hits another person from another crew. It's a full on brawl. They mm. stop the show. So it stopped being really enjoyable to where you don't even want to go anymore yeah you know and sometimes it wouldn't even be a crew on crew it'd be like the whole crew against just you and your friends just because you happen to hit somebody exactly. you know but the overall thing it's like if you go to these types of shows like you're you, gonna get hit you know the experience you're gonna be yeah doji so, so for you to act like um, all of a sudden it's brand new right like i didn't i wasn't expecting to get hit like no dude you knew you were gonna get hit. yeah you're just being a little bitch Pretty but, um, I mean, the reason, too, for for me wanting to bring Aaron on to the show was because I wanted to help him, help me, you know, both get exposure on for his bands and stuff like that, what he's been doing, and then at the same time return exposure for us as a podcast. Um, and I'm, I'm still open like that for any artists out there that are listening or any bands. Um, 
you know, hit us up, come on down. You sure. Know, like, like overall, I think I've, I've kind of told, well, kind of Brian and I've come, come to the conclusion, like we're a local podcast. Mm-hmm. So we want to put the community on, you know, anything that we can help and vice versa. Yep. Um, you know, let's do it. Let's, let's work together and getting that done. Um, so our, our, uh, 14th episode, uh, we did, what would you do? And, uh, that episode, I think it kind of just came, came together that same day. I had already kind of given you the idea Mm -hmm. of, um, and this is for anybody. So the question was for the episode, uh, what would you do if you were able to go back in time and talk to your younger self? And what would you tell your younger self? Like, how would you, you know, kind of help steer yourself mm-hmm. to, like, a better path? Would your younger self listen to yourself now as an adult? Um, you know, kind of stuff like that. What would you do differently? Or would your life be in a different place? What What would you change from now to then? Going back, was would you leave stuff the same? Would you try to keep things differently? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, did you, were you able to change your answer on that? Um, now being around my my sixteen year old brother, yeah, <laughs> I he's a he's a he's a he's a different guy than I was when I was his age. But um, I don't know. I, I would hope because he don't listen to that goddamn thing. I had to tell it to him. So I don't know if maybe if I was you know younger, I'd listen to my older self. I'm kind of questioning yeah. that now because uh, originally I would, I was saying that I wish I had an older brother figure um, to kind of guide me through, but I don't know. I, I, like I said, being around my little brother, I, I kind of I'm questioning my my uh, talking points or my ideas for how I felt. Um, like I said, he don't listen to anything I got to say. And I'm, I've experienced it, man. I've experienced everything he's going through right now. And I'm, I'm trying to guide him in the right path. And he just, he, he won't, he won't, you know, saddle up and kind of take what I'm giving him. But let it out. Two it's on, I guess. Yeah. I mean, some people obviously are different. Exactly. And I got to, I got um, to remember that. So. And actually I messed up. Okay. What, what would you do is actually our 15th episode. 15th. Okay. For sure. Yeah. So our 14th episode was actually respect the code. Do you remember that episode? Is when we we're talking about bro code. Yes, I do remember. That was a great episode. I, I, was, one of, yeah. I was one of my favorites when we were doing that yeah. list. Yeah. Um, so Brian and I started thinking about it, and um, you know, we have we have friends that we feel, and these are like separate friends. We don't; they're not necessarily mutual friends. Yeah. But um. There's some friends that have, in our opinion, violated the the bro code. Yes. Um, but I think the most important thing that I took out of that episode was defining who you should hold accountable for the, to the bro code. Got it. Um, you know, just because um, I think for the most part, we can we can sort of agree, at least between me and Brandon, is that we have acquaintances yes we have homies yes um and then we have uh bros or brothers brothers Brothers. boys yes boys brothers are like in the same category which is like basically family to you yeah the guys that have right like you know they ride for you no matter what blood can make you thicker you know what i'm saying right so with with that definition in hand blood can make you closer sorry my bad i sounded retarded but blood couldn't make you any closer my bad there you go yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was thinking about like, no. Yeah, thicker. <laughs> I was like, hold on, wait, what are you trying to say? <laughs> no, okay. okay, I got it. So it's like, uh, blood is thicker than water. Yes, that's that's kind of what my thought process was, and I kind of mashed it together. But that, but that, that falls more into um, when you're talking to family. What you were trying to say is right. Like, yeah, blood couldn't make us any closer. Blood couldn't make us any closer. Like being yeah. blood couldn't make us yeah, any but- closer. Yeah, there we go. Okay, we got that. We got, got that. Settled. Settled. Okay, move on. Um, <laughs> no, but yeah. So, um, 
if you guys haven't heard that episode, like, I would encourage you to, to hear it out just because, you know, I don't, I, I don't know everybody's situation or friendships like that, right? Yep. But sometimes I feel like there's some people that don't, that say they're your boys, mm-hmm. say they're your, you know, and they don't honor the bro code. You mm-hmm. know, they, they love you and whatnot, whatnot but, you know, you maybe know? your old, your old piece slides out yep. and they're in it. All right, it don't even have to be just all please. Just you know, expect them to have your back in the manner of which right. you have theirs. It ain't, it ain't right. the same, you know. So it could be, it could be, it could find other things other than you know it being an actual girl. Right. Well, that's what we talked about yes. too. We had a we had a full uh, twenty, tw- like number tw- what total of twenty. Yeah, uh, things a twenty or thirty. Either, like one twenty or thirty yeah. things. Basically, a full list mm-hmm. of things that. Um, they are considered bro code, and they weren't all considered bro code. But they were, we were just kind of coming up with things and reading some stuff, mm-hmm. uh, and giving our own our own perspective on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah there were some things that other people had already created a list mm-hmm. for it, and we kind of just went through it. Um, there were some things in there too that I thought it was kind of funny. For sure, like uh, uh, what was it? Don't share desserts. Like bro code is don't share dessert. I think one of them was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so something like that. Like I, I don't know what it has to do with bro code, but yeah. I mean, yeah. Hey, it is what it is. Um, Question. I, I like that. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. My back. Go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. What are we? What are we? We're bros. We're bros? We're, we're, yeah, we're, we're brothers? Bros. <laughs> yeah. No, so here's the thing. I, I mean, obviously, we... Like, I, I've I've seen a lot of times, like, some people ride for you harder when you just met them rather than the people that you've known for years. Gotcha. You know, you're that person. Okay. You know, I every time I get a chance to talk about you to other people, um, I just, I just say that I I couldn't found a, a better person with with you, and just because like you're always down to do things, and and it's not particularly that, but it's just the fact that you're so caring. Um, actually, uh, Tani and I were talking about it a while ago, um how you're so attentive to, to Aubrey. And for those who don't know, it's Aubrey, that's my daughter. Um, and I have friends right now that aren't attentive at all that I've known them longer, but that's just the type of person you are. Got it. You know? Um, and not just that, but we shared experiences. I mean, and I think I, what I enjoy the most is our definitely our conversations, which is why we started this, mm-hmm. um, is to, to really, our conversations is really what I feel like has brought us closer. Yeah. Um, cause I've, I don't feel like we, we've done enough to really be like our, our life experiences. Mm-hmm. But I think the conversation we've had and the friendship we've developed over the years working together, um, that in my opinion, have put, have put you in, in my bro code or my, my bro circle. Got it. Um, yeah. So I appreciate yeah, that. I and I feel yeah, the same. Because, like I said, in that bro code, or no, in the what would you do episode, I wish I had a big bro like you early on in my life to kind of help me through my struggles. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. So you being my my, my big bro now, I definitely put you in that in that, in that bro code, my, that brother circle for me. Um, so, yeah, same, same, bro. Feeling mutual. No doubt. Same shit. You see, guys, this is what happens when... Uh... When you're able to define stuff, yes, sir. Hey, you still gay though? You still a bitch though? You know Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that was that was our 14th episode, and then we already talked about what would you do episode, which was our 15th episode. Yeah. Um, so our 16th episode, which I was really, I think this is the most invested I've ever been in an episode as far as like um being prepared with information, um. Not, I don't want to say being prepared. It's it's more like where I think I dug more than than just a couple articles. Okay. Um, and this one was the Do you want to make an extra two k to three k a month working part time? Which in this episode, we oh talked about yes, the, yes, yeah, we talked about the MLMs, which is the multi level marketing companies. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said that right this time. Yes, sir. Good <laughs> shit. Homegirl, homegirl, be proud of you. Yes, sir. Yeah, homegirl Ellie. I appreciate her. Shout shout her out mm-hmm. for um. 
for being part of that episode and and coming out and not coming out but you know talking to us giving her her perspective giving her personal experience well, her story yeah yeah, yeah. Her, her story about working for primerica mm-hmm. um and just a quick background story on on how that all started i have a friend on instagram shoots me a message and i'm sure a lot of you might have the similar experience where hey your friends hit you up out of nowhere people you probably haven't talked to in like a couple years hey how you doing yada 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 um i got this great i got this great business opportunity you want to hear about it or i'm doing great this is what i'm doing do you want to hear about it and they kind of try to like hook you in and ask you questions about your personal life they start making you think about your life choices and how you could be making extra income um and they hook you in. And it's not just necessarily Primerica. There's a lot of multi-level marketing companies that do that, um, which, you know, I mean, to each his own. And don't get me wrong, the, the point of that episode was not to try to expose any of them into calling them pyramid schemes or anything like that. I just got more interested I was, in that. It was. Don't lie to people, bro. <laughs> that wasn't my intent. My intent was really to, to try to figure out how... Uh, like the 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 behind the scenes stuff, like how are they profitable? Mm-hmm. How how are they really true business owners? Um, stuff like that. I mean, some of the stuff did come out as far as uh them kind of being pyramid schemes. Um, with what Ellie was telling us about their their biggest thing of them being on Fox News, um, but realistically saying that the ad was paid for. So it wasn't something that they were really reporting. Exactly. Um, as as a true thing, it was just it was being covered because they got paid for it. Um, and then a couple other things. I don't want to spoil the entire episode for you guys, but um, overall, I, it was it was a great episode. It was really informative. Um, I think it would help some people make their decision on either. Uh, I don't know about staying, but maybe if they're thinking about joining. Joining, yeah. Um, I would definitely suggest that to to some people that, that you know uh, before they commit to to this stuff, and you know at that point kind of just let that be be their decision. And I think with with anything before you, especially if it's gonna be something significant to your life, just doing that that extra amount of research to kind of cover your ass on the back end um, financially, yeah, uh, I think is the best way of going about anything. Not just for, you know, going into a career like Prime America or, you know, any of those similar type of companies. Um, so maybe we can be one of those references, not to like make your judgment to do it or not do it, but just kind of, you know, oh, like I heard uh, Locker Biel had a, a special guest from um, uh, MLM, Prime America. Yeah. Um, and this is kind of what their perspective was. So I think he's, yeah, he's I mean- as a tool. To make your yeah, just you know the guest we had like I mean she she was with Primerica for two I mean, years yeah um so she had a good amount of time I mean I'm not saying I, I get it there's lifers people for like sure. 10, 30 plus years yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think two years is good enough time to really understand the business yep. um and get a good grasp of what's going on exactly. stuff like that um so I mean and and just for the record I I I have another friend who actually worked for Primerica and. Uh, my buddy Louie sent her, um, sent her the episode, you know, she listened yep. to it and, uh, she, uh, actually, I, I found out that he sent it to her. So I reached out to her to, to see what her thoughts were and stuff like that. And, uh, um, basically she said it was a good episode. Um, uh, there's a lot of good, I, that I had a lot of good questions for her, uh, for the guest, Ellie. Um, she just felt that, um, she would, she would wish that Ellie would be uh, a little more truthful on Mm. certain things that she was saying. Um, and you know, I asked her what, what, what were some of the things that she feels that, that Ellie misrepresented or didn't speak on right. Mm -hmm. She didn't really give me a, a, a definite answer. She just kind of said, well, you know, you have to understand that, that different branches are ran differently. I completely agree on that end. Um, We're in that you same know, type of situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, I run my, bran- my branch differently at work than how other people run it um, at their branches. I'm not saying it's the best way, but, you know, it works for us. Yeah. Um, 
So, you know, I, I gave her that. I was like, okay, well, yeah, absolutely, you're right. Um, but I did extend the, the invitation to her to come on the show and kind of just uh, kind of clear up the air. Yeah, I was going to... Go ahead, my bad. No, no, no. I was like, uh, kind of give her the opportunity to, to clear that up. And I just feel like if if the company is so... It's, it's really uh, misrepresented. Um, a lot of people like here at Primerica, they think a lot of negative things, mm-hmm. uh, at least for those of them that know. I would I would imagine like if there's an opportunity for you to kind of come up, clear the air, and um, I guess kind of save the company in a sense, you know, just give from a your, bad name. Yeah, you just give your two cents from from your perspective. Ellie gave hers, right. give yours. Yeah, and I, that was my next statement. Like, did didn't you get extend that arm to have her come on? And you know, and she didn't she, yeah. she she declined. So. I think well here's the thing and this is I this is what I think happened. Yeah. Is that um I I messaged her, right? Mm-hmm. Let her know she can come on the show. But prior to that, the conversation we were having was fast. Like a quick a quick reply. You know, it was it was over a message. <laughs> so it was going back and forth and when I extended that invitation, I didn't hear from her for like about two hours. Got it. Not I'm not saying that she was she wasn't busy or, or anything yeah, yeah, yeah. like that. But what I think happened is I feel like she reached out to her upline, which is her bosses, or her man, who is also very invested in Primerica. And I think she talked about it and kind of was like, hey, we have, we might have this opportunity to talk about it and kind of, you know, shine light on what really Primerica is. From and I think, yeah, yeah, from their perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they told her that she's not, she shouldn't do it. She's not able to do it. Um, which to me that kind of seems like I said what I, uh, like a red flag like why wouldn't you want to come up and clear exactly. the air exactly but I mean at that point it's like hey I mean the the platform's still there the invitation is still there mm-hmm. I'd be more than happy to talk you know talk to them about it mm-hmm. um, and and like I said I'm not trying to be uh, confrontational yeah I'm just trying to learn yep I'm trying to learn in the most honest way to, without them trying to recruit me mm-hmm. I feel like there's like some kind of like mask in between when they're trying to recruit you that they're not being completely honest mm. you know so if up front i can be hey you know what i don't want to join i just really want to learn what to this learn is about yeah like that's it i just want information nothing else and then kind of move forward from and maybe you could change my perspective and maybe i might want to join but as of yeah. right now i don't i don't have enough information to to make that type of judgment and maybe right. you could help me you know but yeah but that wasn't the case yeah so I mean, I'm still crossing my fingers. I think that would be a great episode for mm-hmm. people who already are in. Mm-hmm. Maybe they could, uh, you know, help out or whatever. But I think the op line is is not going to allow them to. Because I looked at other YouTube videos. Um, there's a guy who goes to this company called uh, WFG, which is World Financing Group. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just trying to talk to the to the, the people in charge. And they won't talk to him on camera. Um which I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, maybe they just don't want to be recorded, but they just will not have. Yeah, they just don't want to have the conversation. Yeah. Um, I guess recorded. So uh, I don't really know. But overall, great episode. Um, so check it out. Um, then after that, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Valentine's Day hit. And um, Brian and I did an episode called What is Love? Baby, Don't Hurt Me. No more. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't come with that title, guys. That was all him. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I did it anyway. Um, so we talk about Valentine's Day. Yep. We talk about uh, does the the gift matter about how much it is or the thought behind it? Mm-hmm. Then we cover, you know, men like to be spoiled too. Mm-hmm. Like, why it's always got to be on us mm-hmm. to make this shit happen. It's not just about the booty. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not. We we came up sort of with the conclusion that women can just kind of get off of things by just giving it up. Which is which do be right 99% of the time, but nah, we got to be stronger, man. No, no doubt. <laughs> we got to be stronger. We got to hold it in. <laughs> We gotta hold it on. We, we can't know just our be value. it up. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta know our worth. We gotta know our worth, bro. 
We deserve flowers. <laughs> exactly. We we deserve chocolates. I like okay. chocolate. I do too. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, I like Reese's Pieces. I fuck with Reese's. I'm more yeah. I'm more of a Snickers guy, but you know, can't go you wrong with either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, that's my shit. You know, my problem is I hate caramel. Okay. It's not for I everybody. Like caramel. I like caramel women. I just don't like caramel Got candy. It. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, cookies and cream Hershey's. Fire. Fuck fire. So just throwing ideas out there in case anybody want to give me some for Valentine's next year. Exactly. Uh, if my girl slipped, you know, not to say like, like I'm a, you know, what I'm saying if my mom is out there listening, you know, if she want to give me something, <laughs> you know what I'm saying my sister, no doubt. you feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. I don't. Hey, look, Valentine's Day is a day of love everywhere. It's not about just your significant other. Yep. Um, it's about friendships. It's about family. Yep. So, uh, you know, it don't have to be nothing romantic. Exactly. Like that. Um, at the same time, I think I helped Brandon with his whole significant other situation. I did. Oh, well, uh, you did. You did. Yeah. I'm more. I'm more. Uh, more more understanding. Of the term. More understanding of the term. <laughs> yeah. I thought it's bullshit, but, you know. Yeah, whatever. Look, anybody out there. If if you can clarify this, clarify that for me, for your boy, because I I've gotten some people to respond to me and they're like, no, you're right, like okay. what I said is right. Um, but anyways, so you know, by the way, let's look at oh. the definition. You know what I'm saying? Just so we can get a All good right. grasp. Let me look it up real quick. Look at it. Look at it. So let me just say what it is. Um, so Brandon likes to refer to his girlfriend as his significant other. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, the thing is, from my understanding, the term significant other is to hide the gender of your signet of your of your other of your, of your boyfriend or girlfriend and it's mainly used um from my experience with uh people who date the same sex that are still not out that still haven't you know let the whole world know that they are into the same sex now am i right i don't know yeah but that's just kind of my experience. What I've what I've learned the term to be. Um, I've had some people do back me up, but again, I think it's just might be the same experiences people might have had. Exactly. But uh, so significant other. This is from dictionary.com. Read two definitions: one from dictionary, and one from the Merriam. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Merriam uh, Webster. Uh, so the first one from dictionary.com is a person with whom someone has established romantic or sexual relationship with. Okay. So, you know, from that definition, it's kind of vague because they could have added like, uh, what's the word? Uh, heterosexual. Right. Or, you know what I'm saying? So I can see why someone saying that could, you could say uh, with whom someone has established a romantic or sexual relationship with you know it could be your your if you like men you're a man you like men you, you know that could be yeah. your person that could be your someone um the the merriam webster is a person who is important to one's well-being especially a spouse or one in a similar relationship so i don't know yeah i don't know i mean yeah, i don't know i guess the significant other still falls under under you and, and your your lady. Yeah. Um but from your experience it's that title has been used for people who are you know not gay a title, lesbian. the phrase. The phrase, okay. The phrase has came out of people who are dating same sex got it people. Okay. Um that's my bitch thing. What's up? <laughs> hey man. That's, that's my bitch. Whatever works. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna clear, <laughs> clear this shit up. That's my bitch. <laughs> So there's no, no, no confusion. Hey. <laughs> hey, whatever. That's cool. I mean, I've heard men call each other bitches too. I mean, Damn, you know, it's not like, have nothing. Just, <laughs> you can, that's my lady. Like, why can't you just that's my All lady? All right, man. Fuck. Damn. It don't gotta be complicated, man. It really don't. <laughs> um so after that one, um I don't I don't want I don't think it's really controversial, but our episode eighteen. We we talked about uh, Dwayne Wade's son, yes, um, Zaya, Zaya, and Isaiah. My bad, 
Sorry. Get it straight, bro. Get it straight. My bad. My bad. That is, that is 100% my fault. <laughs> um, so, Zaya. <laughs> uh, and we kind of just touched a little bit on it, right? I mean, we didn't. Yeah. Did we go in depth into it? Uh, we kind of just gave our, our kind of idea, our, our, um, our opinion on it. What we right. think about it. Yeah. Um, oh, overall, actually, you know what? Hold on. Before I continue with that, because I actually got I got yelled at from my sister uh, the other day um, because the idea of the Valentine's Day episode okay. was hers. Okay, for sure. So, quick shout out to my sister. Thank you for yeah, the idea of the episode. Um, we appreciated your contribution to the show. Yes, definitely. Um, and actually, I've been trying to have her come onto the show to talk about. Um, Spanglish Living, what's up? Well, yeah, her company, Spanglish Living, and then also a little bit about, you know, her, her, uh, I guess what you call it, like her coming out, her whole gay experience yes. that she had. Um, That'd be amazing. On that end, too. So, kind yep. of, you know, so hopefully she comes out soon. Um, don't fucking call me no more. Tell me I don't shout you out because I just did. Yeah. So, we love you over shut here. Your ass up. <laughs> um, okay. So, going back to that. Uh, yeah. So, Dwayne Wade's son. Or daughter at this point. Uh, we kind of just dove a little bit into it as far as... Um, well, my main concern was with Dwayne Wade, not really his son. Or daughter, I'm sorry. Um, and how how he's been reacting to it and how genuine it was. Mm-hmm. You know, because of the public figure that he is and how that could potentially ruin some uh, businesses, business ventures that he might be in or mm-hmm. part of. Um, I think overall the, the, um, the sinceness that I saw or from him or that I heard was when he just said like, we're, we're looking for help. We're trying to go to experts and try to get a better understanding as far as what it is that we're dealing with and how to be better about it and stuff like that. Um, so I, I I think that was the most honest response or out of everything that he said mm-hmm. because it's like to me it shows that he is having problems he may struggling he may be struggling or having problem with this with accepting it maybe yes it. he may be yeah. having trouble accepting yeah. it yes so that's what made me feel like okay maybe this man is genuinely trying to seek for some help and this is child's at the end of the day I think you're reaching because, like I said, at the end Probably. of the day, it's, it's, it's his child. So, yeah. I don't see how it could be disingenuous, but, you know. I well, see... think about how many how many stories you hear about people no. coming out that they're gay. Yeah. And parents just don't want them to do with them. Yeah. You know. Um, spoiler alert. That was a little bit with my mom, what my sister had to go through. Okay. You know, so. But you can't put that whole experience on everybody and how they may you handle it. You know. No, you're absolutely right. But, I mean, what would be the more logical to go with? Not logical, more frequent reaction. And yes, well, no, you are, that, you are right. Okay, maybe not logical, but like, yeah, you're right. The more the more frequent reactions yeah. that you would get and stuff like that. So, um, that's just kind of, that was my whole thing of like, not that I didn't believe him that he could be accepting of it. Mm-hmm. It was just more like I wanted to, to really... I guess feel that he was being genuine about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a nobody. He doesn't need to prove shit to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that's just that's how you felt. About that's it. just yeah, that's just how I felt about the whole situation. Um, this is our platform, so we're able to do that. You know no doubt. So fuck everybody trying to judge me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, well, obviously you were for it. You're totally for him. Yes, and now that we have this opportunity to, you know, to talk about it again. I don't want to retract anything I said, but I want to further explain or maybe add on that I can appreciate how he's handling the situation in terms of his age. So from like you said, your 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 original thought was maybe it wasn't, you know, genuine. But right. when you went on Ellen and kind of expressed how he was going about it, I think that changed your ways about how you're feeling about it. I think him, you know, seeking help, seeking resources, doing his research. Because at the end of the day, his son, daughter, however they're handling it, um, 
they are 12. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, very young age. Very young age. Shit's going to change over time. Not to say I'm against what's going on, because I'm for it. I'm, I'm definitely for, you know, African-American fathers supporting their, their child and what they're going through. But I think... Because we didn't really talk about it because it happened. At, are, did we talk about Boozy in the episode? I don't think we talked about Boozy. I don't know. I don't remember, but... We'll uh, talk about it now. Yeah, but, well, I think we did talk about it. I think we did. But I, I don't know. I don't think we did. I, I don't know. But it came out after Dwayne Wade, you know, talked about how, you know, his his, his daughter, his daughter now was transitioning. The overall assumption was that, you know, his net's going to get cut off, his dick going to get cut off, and you know, they were going to do a full transition. And that wasn't really, that wasn't the case. That hadn't even came right. out. Right, the assumption that. was that he was going to do it now. Yeah, he's going to do it now. And that was not yeah. even close to what was going on. So, but the only logical thing that made sense that came out of Boosie's mouth, I thought the whole thing was idiotic. Right. Because he was misinformed, obviously. But for him talking about the age, I kind of was on board with that to a certain extent. Because I feel as though... Kids do kind of know. I think at the age you kind of know what, you, what you're, what you're feeling, and you know, parents should be accepting of that and understanding of that. But like I said, to a certain extent, and I think that type of major change in their life, like a full transformation, should be down the line through through right. countless therapies and you know, therapists being able to weigh if this is truly how he feels compared to how he may be emotionally invested in right now. I think, you know, I think they're handling it the right way. I think, you know, maybe Zaya turns 21. Still for the same way. Therapy right. signs off on it. And she goes about doing what she has to do. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be the best way of handling it. But I'm all for the support uh, of Dwayne Wade and him, um, you know, supporting his child. I, I, there's no retraction for anything I was saying. I just want to add on to that because I, I don't think I expressed that. And I felt that way after we had the episode and I wish I would have been able to do it. But now I have the platform, so I'm doing it now. Right. Yeah. And then overall, as we keep going through the episode, like I kind of, um, I started questioning, you know, a little bit about uh, sexual orientation, what it has to do with yes. yeah, the yeah. way you look and stuff like that. And, and at the end of the day, like I said, I'm not against it. Um, I talk about it in the episode. Um Obviously, I just mentioned it. My sister is gay. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was the one to perform her wedding ceremony with her and my sister-in-law. Super dope. Um, so I, I have no problem with any of that, with mm-hmm. personal choices. Um, I did, however, say that. I'll say it again. I just lack uh, understanding. Yes. On a lot of things. Um, so I'm, I'm going to extend that out again if anybody wants to reach out to me and and help me educate myself on you know certain things when it comes to like transgender stuff for sure um i'm more than happy to listen to it i have no problem with it same same uh, same. on that end um also the other half of that episode we were talking about how the astros are the best team in the in the mlb Mm -hmm. and um (laughs) i couldn't even keep a straight face on that exactly (laughs) some bullshit (laughs) some bullshit you saw his face you would say bullshit um, the reason why I say this is because Brandon's salty about the whole Astros salty. Uh, quote quote unquote cheating. I'm Pacific Ocean right now. I'm salty yeah. as fuck. Yeah, he's super <laughs> salty. Um, I just I, overall, I guess we came to the decision that mm-hmm. the Astros did cheat. Yes. Um, they got caught. Yep. My thing is, I don't find it possible that they're the only ones that are doing something like this. And it turns out that another team did it, right? Yes, and I mentioned it during that podcast. I was kind of flabber- or flabbering throughout that podcast because I didn't really have the exact information. I-, I had, you know, bits and pieces that I was trying to put together. It didn't sound as great as I wanted it to. But the Red Sox, um, it, w- it was recently um, updated that, you know, their investigation was complete. And that the MLB will be handing down a punishment uh, before the season starts. Obviously, due to Corona, you know, season hasn't started yet. It was supposed to start on 26, but you know, yeah, everything has you know been shut down pretty much. Um, yeah. So, like I was telling in the episode, one of the managers from the Astros got the top manager or the head coach, you know, to put in perspective of different sports, the head coach of the uh, 
the the Boston Red Sox. He was originally the one of the bench coaches for the Astros during that whole cheating scandal. The following year, he he got the position as Boston Red Sox manager or the head coach, yeah. um, and he implemented those same type of strategies and 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 cheating, you know, within his team. And so, and I was doing the 2019 season, also when you know the Dodgers were in the playoffs <laughs> in the World Series. So it's a whole bunch of bullshit. 2017 oh or gosh. 2018. I, both of them seasons is, is is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Especially That's coming from a, so a Dodger fan, I'm just, it just it, it penetrates my soul, and it just it just it's, 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 it's hurt, so hurtful. Because if it is true, that, and the evidence points to that, it's like we kind of missing all two championships, man. And it's been a minute since we got the last one. It's like what 1985, I think. If I'm, if I'm correct, like it's been a minute. So you know, for us they would have had those two series, you know, championships would it would have been amazing. But yeah, that, that's a little update, you know what I'm saying, on, on that situation. So it's not just Astro, it's the Red Sox. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I just find it so funny yeah. at how how invested you are. In this. <laughs> Man, if you had a true Dodger fan, you know what I'm saying? You invested. No, no doubt. I mean, I I feel like every uh even Denise, one of my customers. Okay. Yeah. She uh I remember I asked her about it, and she's like, oh, don't fucking get me started. She shuts Facts. the door. Facts. Like, she shuts the door and then just, like, just goes on and starts rambling on it about it. I got to work with um, you, so I can't really do that, but, you know. Yeah. No doubt. I'll be doing the same shit to you. <laughs> um, it was just funny, because I, I was telling her, like, how I didn't think they cheated, and she's like, what? What? Starts going off on me. But, uh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was it was funny to yeah. hear that. But overall, I mean, I still obviously, like you said, there was other teams that did it, uh, or another, One team. another team. I don't want to did it. Yeah, another team. But and they were directly, you know, they, you know in cor- in in connection with the Astros the following year or the past year. So right, yeah, no. So uh, I don't think they're the only team, but you know, only time will tell. I think people will um. Not people, I'm sorry. Teams will kind of keep the low keep for a little off. bit. And then they will uh, probably eventually pick that back up. Um, so moving on to our 19th episode, mm-hmm. um, we had a, a very special guest on that one. Um, he's a social media personality. Uh, for those of you that haven't heard him, heard of him or heard the episode or seen his videos, his yeah. name is uh, Duno. The homie Duno. Uh, and he has a, a Twitter and YouTube channel and Instagram called Duno's World, where he basically, like he said it himself, he just goes online, talks shit, and he's made a made a very good name for himself doing mm. that. Um, hilarious guy. Yeah, you know, he's, he's funny. funny. He's fuck. Um, he definitely carries himself a little bit older. Yeah. On that end. Yeah, but, dude, that shit was crazy. I did not expect yeah. him to be that young, but yeah. Yeah, he's only 20. He actually... When just we barely turned him, 20, right? Yeah, he just turned 20, 20 this 20. month. Yeah. Uh, when we interviewed him, he uh, he was nineteen. Nineteen, yeah. So he turned twenty the following week after we interviewed him. Um, that episode, man, it was just it was a good way to get to know him uh, on sure. a different level than what he's used to. Um, I mean, he even kind of shouted it out to to us as well. Yep. Um, as far as like probably the best interview he's had because it wasn't like the usual stuff that he needs to talk about. Um, so overall, I. I guess, you know, good job to us yeah. on that end. I, I honestly, I'm going to keep it a full one. I didn't have much to offer an episode, which you guys can tell in the episode. <laughs> I didn't really know him like that. I, I've seen, you know, particular skits he's put across and, you know, it, it's gotten back to me. But I don't have a Twitter, so I didn't. I haven't been able to, you know, see his, his content like that. Yeah. So I'll let you lead, obviously, in that, in that episode. But, you know, it, it was really fun. It was, it was really cool to get to know the guy. You know, yeah. So. Also, too, I don't, I don't know if you read the, the description that I put, but I encourage people to use that episode as a drinking game episode, because um, I've listened to it and we say no doubt a lot. <laughs> no doubt. So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, no doubt. So, um, yeah, I encourage people every time we say no doubt, um, take a shot, take a shot, and then every time that uh, Duno says uh, the hummy. Yeah. <laughs> um, for them to take another shot 
um, or I think it was like, you know what I'm saying? I think it was one of those. You were one of those two. Um, but with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we have ran out of episodes to talk about. Uh, check out all our episodes. But there's one thing that I think Brandon and I would like to address. Mm-hmm. Uh, the elephant in the room. Yes, Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> that Rona. That Rona. That Rona. <laughs> Rona, Rona, Rona. Coronavirus. Coronavirus. <laughs> so, people were not experts. Nah. No, will we give you? This isn't about giving you weird information about it or anything like that. Mm. My only thing that I will say this is take this take this as seriously as you can. Yep. Um, that could either be. Going week by week on what you get for supplies mm-hmm. or really stocking up for the month. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, there should be some level of uh, seriousness that we should be taking it. Definitely. Um, for social distancing, um, something that I feel like it makes common sense. Mm-hmm. Please try to abide by it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, if uh, the, the longer we don't do this, the longer we're going to be out in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, like we've had a huge spike. Yes. In cases. A one week period of time. Yeah. If spiked. you haven't kept on on it, Brian and I, we've been looking at the numbers for like a week and a half now. Yeah. And shit is picking up. Yeah. As of last Quick. night, I haven't, I haven't looked at the numbers this morning. I'll tell you right now. Um, But last night they were like, we were over a hundred thousand yes, people infected um, and still very low deaths. Uh, but that doesn't mean that that's that we're in the safe zone. Yep. It, it's just more. Uh, I guess we've been kind of dealing with it a bit better. But what what's the numbers right now? All right. So according to worldometers dot info, we have a hundred and twenty three thousand cases, two hundred uh, twenty two hundred deaths, and. About 3,000 people have recovered. In the last 24 hours, we've had 19,000 cases yep. and 500 deaths. You know, uh, to put some perspective, I think last week we we're at like 15,000. And in, yeah. in, in, in 24 hours, I think not even 24 hours, we went up 19,000. I think uh, at the beginning of the week, we were like at 15. Yeah, no, exactly. I think, yeah, I think it was at the beginning of the week, we were at 15. Or maybe like yeah. early Saturday or Sunday, we were at 15,000. And it's like, we're, we've already. Well, Thursday, Thursday we were at, at 65,000. 6,500. 6,500. No, no, no. Um, Thursday, today, yes, Thursday this week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thursday, we were at 65,000. Yes. So that, and then, that, look, that, it's that barely is barely Saturday. That is insane. Early um, Saturday, we're a hundred and a hundred and twenty-three. You said, yeah, hundred twenty-three thousand from one hundred twenty-three thousand. Wordometers.info. Uh, that's where I'm getting information from, and and, and different platforms, uh, different news uh, media outlets are, are have different information, but I've I obviously I've been checking on it up on it a lot. Um, Wordometers has been like the most accurate to what the government is saying to give you some perspective. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's just getting real, especially yep. in New York. So my thing is, oh, New York, for those of you that play any, uh, first person shooter games, if you look at the maps, New York looks like a, like an airstrike. Yes. It's bad. You look on looks the, like uh, a damn airstrike on the map. <laughs> it's definitely basically like if, uh, New York's usually a democratic state, but if this was a, a public, a Republican run, they, they, they lit the, right now. They lit right now. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're lit. They're super red right now. Yeah. Um, um, but please, like I said, I'm not out here to give you any kind of crazy info as far as yep. how deadly the virus is or whatever. Just stay your ass at home. <laughs> stay home. Stay, stay the fuck home. <laughs> try to avoid. Try to avoid people. Try to like you said, if you're gonna go to the store, please do like a. I, I, I don't like to encourage this, but you have to. If you need to stock up, stock up. Mm. It is what it is. But again, be mindful of other people at the same time. Exactly. Uh, Especially the el- elderly folk out there. Yeah, you know, actually, what State Brothers started doing is that they're opening earlier, just for el- yeah elderly folk. There's other uh, supermarket um, 
places are doing the same thing. Walmart, Target, yeah. they're all doing the same thing, giving them an hour ahead of everybody to yes. get, get their supplies. So I think it's awesome. Shout out, shout out to them for sure yeah, for doing that. that. That's pretty awesome. You know what? Also, too, I'm going to take the time to shout out to all the, the medical field people. Man, definitely, for, man. For being in there, working crazy hours. Exposing to get themselves. everybody. Yep. Especially for a person himself. trying to get into that field, man. I have the utmost respect for the doctors, nurses, you know, radiologists, whoever, whoever is exposing himself to that to that virus, man. Yeah. Utmost, utmost respect, man, and, and and God bless all of them because this is yep. Shout out to out them of right now. Also, shout out to all the truckers, definitely all the truck drivers, man. all the all the essential um, workers. All the essential workers. Yeah. So for you non-essential ass people, stay your ass at home. Facts. Stop trying to go to your homie's house, yep. your friend's house, whatever. Chill, You're not man. essential. Relax. Chill the fuck out. Um, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we appreciate the support. The support. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll try to keep you guys entertained throughout this uh, coronavirus. Coronavirus. Uh, quarantine, and uh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locker Room Bo. Uh, next week, if you have, if you already follow us, actually on our social media, you know that we partnered up with somebody. Um, and we will be running that next, next week. Um, if not, check out our social media and there you can find out who we're running through and support, man. support, check it out, man. Put us on the map, yep. help us out. And with that said, um, I appreciate every single one of you. Yes, sir. Please stay safe. Uh, stay your asses at home again, mm-hmm. uh, for a little bit better picture. What I just found out is for those of you that have kids, if your kids get it, they're going to be treated by themselves. They will not allow you to be there with them. Mm-hmm. So think about your child being traumatized exactly. and being in pain and exactly. not having you there. Exactly. I know that I'm thinking about my daughter and I know we're saying there's no fucking way they would keep me from her. Okay. Yeah. You, I you mean, think. You, you can try it. You could try. You could test it. Whatever. Don't put yourself in a situation. Don't put your child in that situation and kind of just do what you can. We're going to get through this. We're going to get okay. through this, y'all. The only thing is, motherfucker, stop coming back to life. I'm ready. Yep. That's all I'm saying. I'm ready. Are so, we, though? I ain't ready. I can't even say that. I ain't ready. I'm, I mean, I got a, I got a, I got a little something-something. Okay. I watched you know enough movies, so yeah. that, if that if that helps at all. Actually, so. you know what? I'm going to I'm gonna just put this out for the last thing that you and I talked about on Friday. Okay. Um, If, if people start coming back as zombies... If they come back as the Walking Dead zombies, we're, we're gonna be all right. We straight, cause I, that's some bullshit. They're, yeah, that's that's some bullshit zombies. But if they come back <laughs> as World War Z zombies, and if you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, oh, watch go, the movie. Go, go watch the movie. This reference is hilarious. Yeah. So, um, if they come back as World War Z zombies, we're fucked. Yeah. So, uh, let's just hope that we uh, neither we don't get those. Neither. I mean, I'm I'm kind of hoping for one. Nah, you know, like yeah. the slower ones, like you know. It, it, That's on you. You know, I mean, whatever. That's on you, B. It is what it is. Um, but all right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so yes, much. Sir. I appreciate it. This is uh oh from Locker Room Bo, and your, we will catch you guys. This is your boy B. Time. You know what I'm saying? We out here. Don't be forgetting about me, man. You're doing that too much. We want to catch your hands, man. Well, I don't let you say bye. Let let me let me let me get my two cents in, B. You know what I'm saying? Fact, fact. My bad. Go ahead. It's your boy B. Stay safe, everybody. You know what I'm saying? It's it's tough times. We're gonna get through this though. We out. All that for that.